Hey, what's up, guys? It's Jake Smith, the 10th wonder of the world. I got released from WWE, but luckily TNA is still around. My name's Joey Mayberry. <laughs> that's amazing. And ironic as we get to guess the figure, whatever that segment's called, figure this later. I was like, guess the figure. I was like, what the fuck? Wait, we don't do that. <laughs> Although, that would be a fun game one day. I'm so down for guess the figure. Okay, I just like unintentionally thought of a future thing we're gonna do. So, <laughs> so there's that. Um, yeah. Oh my god, Joey, how are you? I'm wonderful. I'm on location in, um, I, I can't think of a good adjective for this place, Lafayette, <laughs> Indiana. <laughs> yes, sounds sounds unique. I literally, guys. So. Joey told me like he was in the same time zone as me. Um, I'm in Philadelphia, just so you know. And when he told me he was in Indiana, I, I don't know why my head thought that was like all way, the way on the other side of the country. I obviously failed geography, so I had to like look at a map. <laughs> so, I mean, so, to be fair, like once you get to like the Midwest area, everything's confusing. Like, right? No, it, it to be honest, like I know where Chicago is, and. I don't know where the neighboring cities are in other states. Like I and the South I'm I get, I understand that layout. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm just like lost for the most part. I would I could not do a cross country trip in, in a Winnebago. I would get so lost. We're in Florida. Is everything else north? <laughs> <laughs> Which way do I go from here? <laughs> so, oh, oh, well, I mean, whatever gets me out of Florida would be great. No offense to our listeners Valid. in Florida. Have fun. Um, so, <laughs> so, well, well, I'm, I hope you're having a great time in Indiana. I do know Joey had some figure fun earlier today and found a new few new figs. Yeah, I got my Chelsea Green, the regular one with the purple. Woo-hoo. I don't know why I'm showing it to the screen because I've already That's showed okay. it. That's okay. It's okay. She cute. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got my little basic Charlotte Flair. She's real cute in her little red outfit. I love the red. I'm very here for it. I like it too. She's got like um, the CFR oh, boots. That's like... actually pretty detailed for a basic. It really is. Um, and then, of course, I had to get uh, Daddy Dexter Loomis. Cause... Well, uh, yeah. You know, a lot of the gays on Instagram who follow me also follow him. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm wondering, though, just me in my gay brain. Is it because they think he's attractive or is it because there's a mutual kinship? So... <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, so I know him from Florida. There's not a mutual uh, kinship. <laughs> oh, that's disappointing. Oh, well. Okay. Yeah. Well, one can hope. Anyway, so, although, Just I don't know. Just give me the index. I don't know. <laughs> 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 um, so, yeah, so for those of you listening, this is the Golden Era podcast. And obviously, Joey and I love the Golden Era of the women's division, which is 2001 on. And that's what we talk about on here. So... Mm-hmm. Buckle up. Actually, don't really. You can probably ride this episode without a seatbelt because there's not a ton. So There is not. We warned you guys, as we get into these draft days, there are weeks where the women were far and few between. Um, I mean, For me, anyway, I, the things that did happen, I did remember them. And I was like, okay, it's like short, but memorable. Um, but yeah, no, weird. Um, we're also going to talk later about one of the cringiest segments I've ever watched. Oh, I know what it is. And I have some sound bites I'm going to work into it. And I'm so excited for that. <laughs> oh my God, just delete them. We don't, do we need to talk about this segment? <laughs> I don't know. It's oh big and beefy. So we have to. So, um, oh. all right. <laughs> so, all right. Well, let's talk about a less cringy segment. And that is the women's tag team match on Monday Night Raw. Um, you know, the women were not really on the show at all, which is weird because last week it was chock full of women. Um, mm-hmm. And this week, not even a Terry interview. Like I scoured the program. <laughs> like, What was she doing? Where was Terry? Getting a new crop top or something. She was in hedonism. So she was like unavailable for this. So, <laughs> so, but I did, I did miss Terry. Um, I was like, I was actually like watching a few like, 
clip i can't wait to get to like fall of 2002 because i was watching a lot of her and victoria's interactions today and i was like oh my god these were so fun like remember when victoria like beat her down on like it was like the hidden camera and like ripped off her clothes (laughs) i will say one thing i can't wait for victoria's debut because victoria had just some of the best segments Period. She really did. Like the one of the thing, another one I watched today was her. Remember when Ivory got traded to Raw, and she was talking to Ivory, and she it was right before Survivor Series, and she's like, "I'm getting to destroy Trish. I'm getting, like that." I didn't realize that soundbite. Like, not only am I going to take the championship, I'm going to take her soul. It was like from when she was talking to Ivory, but like right after she says that, Ivory's like, "All right, well." I've got a match with her tonight, so <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave a piece of her for you. So, um, but we will get more into that goodness later on. Tonight we're focusing on the goodness of Trish Stratus teaming up with Jacqueline against Molly and Jazz. Um, Trish is back in that purple gear. Purple gear is so good. Purple gear, Trish. And she's got that new jacket. She was having Jan slave over in the back. Like, get it right. So, like, but this is good. the purple gear after they added the stripes and the butt logo, yes. which is great. So it's good. I think it was the same outfit and they just like, added to it. Like, I, it fit her so well. So why, you know, digress? There's not a reason. I think this was also like one of the few times you get to see Jackie wrestle without her standard Jackie gear. Yeah, it, I was gonna say. I was like, I don't remember her wearing pants that often in this era. Like, I in '98, yes. Like here, I don't remember pants that often. So I was like, oh, this is interesting. And and she got her own entrance, especially in the tag match. Very rare for Jacqueline. You can't say the same for Molly. No, I. You know, to be honest. I was shocked Molly came out with Jazz. I don't know why. I felt like that was a choice of like, oh, go out with her. Because you saw Molly came out like a few seconds right after Jazz. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, we're we're short on time. Just go out with her. Um, But, you know, seeing them together, I'm mad we didn't get more. Because it was very like, hey, this could be a legit tag team thing. I mean... Of course, they had like the common enemy of Trish Stratus, and like that's kind of the way that the women's division rolled. It was like everyone versus Trish. Yeah, it's just like no one likes Trish. Like poor Trish. Like literally, every feud we're gonna see for years is gonna be someone that disliking Trish Stratus um, until we get to her being a heel. But um, which is still very much then. People who don't like Trish Stratus, just nice people don't yeah. like her now. So, um, but uh, yeah, so like, but like together, like they, they had a common goal of taking out Trish. So it worked. And they also rewore their gear from Backlash. So yeah, so that could be their theme, <laughs> like frugals. Like, <laughs> I will say one thing though. The thing that got me in this match was this was a really Jackie heavy match. Like Jacqueline yeah, did a lot more than anyone. Do you think they were trying to sell the beatdown from Molly and the match from Jazz and not have Trish work as much of the match um, from the night before? I guess so, but like Trish didn't even get the hot tag, which I thought no, was strange. Jackie did, which I thought was weird too. I so I wrote that down. When Jackie got the hot tag, which I was like, oh well, okay, you know, because mm-hmm. like, like I think like on paper, like yeah, okay, like Jackie was like supposed to be the secondary face in this match um so like trish was probably supposed to be like the bigger name but yeah like it was really um surprising to see jackie get that hot tag um but it was but it it, uh, but it was really nice too though to see molly and jackie have so much in ring time one-on-one because i don't i feel like we didn't get a lot of that we didn't and they're such technically gifted wrestlers both of them like it's nice to see them just go hold for hold But when Jackie did get that hot tag, though, like, that was a legit fight. Like, she was going in there and, like, the The kick. That windmill kick. Yeah. We don't. So, first of all, Jackie doesn't get enough credit, I feel like, for her kicks. I think of when I think of, like, kicks, probably, like, well, obviously, Stacey Keebler or, like, an Alicia Fox or something like that. But I'm like, damn, Jacqueline was was a kicker. Like, because that foot goes above her head. She is a tiny lady. Yeah. Like, she gets it up high. She is bendy. She is Melina dexterity. Like, I loved it. 
I love her so much. And I just kind of, I couldn't tell if it was them kind of like trying to push her into the division a bit more. Yeah. Because honestly, Jackie's a workhorse. Like, I think that we could have gotten a good feud from her before they, you know, um, gave her the release. But uh, didn't happen. I wish they did do more. You know who she kind of reminds me? And this is a weird comparison, but maybe like 2008, 2009, Mickey James, Jacqueline kind of reminds me of, and like as like not the top star, but very reliable and will put on a good match. Someone you can put in there that the crowd will be happy to see and she'll deliver. See that if you're going to compare it to Mickey James, that to me is like um, Alexa Bliss era, Mickey James. Really? See, I feel, but I feel like in like 2009, like I feel like, well, 2007, 2008, like they were trying to build like Candace as a star or like Kelly as a star. And mm-hmm. Mickey might not have necessarily been the top name at that time, but like it, it was, it was weird because I feel like Mickey went back and forth. And I feel like, unfortunately, a lot of her runs kind of were by default sometimes. Does that make yeah. sense? You know what I mean? Um, I adore her and I love her. I think she's super talented. But Jacqueline kind of reminds me of that as in like um, talented, veteran, reliable, someone you can depend on, um, will mm. put on a good match. And I mean, honestly, like what if like Trish had also been injured too? I feel like that spot would have probably gone to Jacqueline like as the top person. I mean, I couldn't think of who else they would put in that position. Tori? Stacy. Mm. I don't know. I re- I like I've never to. I've never thought about this. I don't I wonder who would have gotten that spot. Say hypothetically like Trish was injured like I, I don't know. Victoria like as a baby face which would have been weird. But I mean maybe Stacey, we would have got a whole different Victoria. That that would have been nuts. I I I feel like it might have been um Tori Wilson. Like I think so. Maybe Tori. I feel like they were a bit higher on Stacey Keebler. It just yeah. Kind of oh yeah, they were big me. on Stacey right now. Yeah. Um, it's weird. Yeah, I don't know, but I'd, I'd be interested to know. Not that like I want to go back in time and like take out trash, but like <laughs> I'm just like curious <laughs> as to like who would have like done that. But um, but speaking of taking out trash, she gets thrown into those stairs hard by uh, Jazz at ringside. Yeah, and then I loved, um, if you look up in the corner, like, what Molly and Jackie are doing as Trish is going into the steps, you just see Jacqueline, like, punch. <laughs> punch. Like, Jacqueline's looking, like, both ways, and, like, punch. Yeah, it's so funny. Like, I, I love looking for, like, cues, like, and they're looking for, like, their spot. Um, yeah. But, yeah, but, um, yeah, so Tr- Trish sells that, getting thrown into the stairs hard. Um, and, you know, Jazz clocks Jacqueline from behind with the title belt, um, mm-hmm. like from the apron, which allows Molly to get the pin for the win. Um, really, I, I thought this was a really fun tag team match. And it seemed like the crowd was at least the Trish interactions with like the girls, the crowd was seemed really into. Um, they kind of fit that nice little um, up in the crowd noise once Trish yeah. came back in for the save on Jackie. Yeah, for sure. I, I think I think it was a really good match. I think it accomplished what it needed to. Um, I enjoyed it. It's funny because someone like, maybe it was on our Twitter. I don't know. but Or maybe someone DM'd me. I don't remember. But um, someone like made a comment like about like, did like rookie Trish here, like based on Backlash last week when we were talking, did rookie Trish really have a chance against Jazz? I think Trish is past her rookie phase at this point for me. Yeah, at least compared to the other girls that are on the roster. For sure. Yeah. I think she, and like she, I forget how quickly Trish really did pick it up. Cause this is like what, not even six months into her being a full time like competitor, really, in the division, like as in terms of like title, actual wrestling matches. Like, yeah. um, and I feel like she's delivering. I think you also can't, like, really forget how little they are in the ring. Like, these matches are very short. So it's a really good way to build up someone as they're learning and make them still look good. Because, honestly, Trish only has to go out there and do, you know, five minutes of work. And you can put so much into those five minutes to really build up that character. Which is kind of something that we're missing in today's women's wrestling. 
No, and you're exactly right. I feel like sometimes like less is more for me. Like I enjoy a shorter match with more memorable things. So so like so a similar example. Um so obviously she's my favorite all-time wrestler, but China was very protected a lot of times in the ring. Um mm-hmm. she if you look at her like win-loss record, the majority of it is tag team matches. Um so she would get the hot tag come in and do her stuff. So she while she wasn't in the ring a ton a ton um in a lot of her matches she the things she was doing were memorable and made her look really dominant and strong and right. they're taking a similar approach to Trish here by giving her like these shorter matches um i mean the thing with jazz was a little bit longer at backlash but that was also to like establish jazz as a dominant force and jazz can go right so um yes. so yeah oh so incredible um, so yeah, so but like, but I think they're doing a good job. So after the match, um, Molly and Jazz like they're looking like they're gonna leave, but they're not. And Trish is checking on Jacqueline, and they attack Trish from behind. Um, they throw her into the ropes, and like Trish comes back with the double clothesline, which is awesome. Um, yeah. I really love that. Alita. Yes, right. Um, so like, and then like Trish like takes them both on, but they retreat. Um, and it's really, it's really looking like they're setting up a triple threat. And I'm, mm. But uh, yeah, it, it was awesome. It's, it's looking that way. I want to also, speaking of Lita, shout out the one fan in the front row holding the Lita sign. I was like, oh, Aww. baby, it's going to be a bit. It'll be a minute. Yeah, I think Backlash was her last appearance, which. Not that I'm happy about, but, like, I don't enjoy reviewing these clips of her looking actually defeated. Like. I mean, that's also, like, just watching someone who's go. I feel for Lita a lot in her career because she had to carry so many heavy things to the ring with her. Like, you can just tell. Like, it's hard to operate in that, especially when you're worried about your own well-being. Yeah. I just. I. I can't even imagine, like, what she was going through at that time period. And especially, you know, like, at that, I want to say, like, 2001, 2002 was, like, a really height of her career. Especially, like, being the Mm -hmm. first female draft pick, big plans were in store. Um, You know, she, like, was obviously going to be doing things. Um, And it's just, like, like, across... I forget about too. I feel like there would have been a lot of crossover appeal into mainstream for her had she not gotten injured. Like she was doing the Dark Angel show, but at the time, like people knew who Lita was outside of wrestling. Like mm-hmm. you know, like, and I feel like that momentum would have continued, um, and she probably would have been like what China was um, in like two thousand, two thousand one, um, if she hadn't been injured. That's just the biggest what if in wrestling for me. It yeah. never will change. It won't. Um, yeah. So, well wishes to Lita. Um, but excited about this Trish um, feud with Jazz. Love this addition of Molly to it. Um, and this little rando team of Molly and Jazz is kind of cute. So, <laughs> Jazzy Holly. Jazzy Holly. <laughs> I love it. Um, all right, so let's go over to SmackDown. Um, <laughs> um, and there's a fist on the stage. Um, and oh, yeah. Good thing I've got Dexter Loomis here and he's already wearing gloves. Oh, God. <laughs> so, um, so Billy and Chuck are, Chuck is massaging Billy. Um, oh. And Rico is like, no, Chuck, this is how it's done. And like, you know, pushes Chuck aside and he's like showing him how to massage um, Billy. So then Tori and Tajiri come in and Tori was like, hi, like, <laughs> like all like bubbly and stuff coming in. I was like, wait, what? I thought you're like depressed. Like, hi. <laughs> so uh, that was the start of the cringe for me in this segment was when Tori walked in. Because, of course, you've got Billy, Chuck, and Rico who go, hey, Tajiri. And then because she's a female, go, oh, hi, Tori. Tori. Hey, Tajiri. Hi, guys. Oh, oh hi, Tori. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, very, like, a, like, hmm, gross. Um, so then um, there is some blatant racism. 
Um, holy blatant racism, I was Batman. like, holy shit, that was bad. Um, yeah, Billy just, like, does a voice and, like, bows to Tajiri. It's just very inappropriate. Like, if you think Kai and Tai was offensive, oh, yeah. go and watch this little clip. It was, I, like, honestly, like, I remembered, like, Taz making, like, stupid j- comments, but, like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> what's happening here? I was just like, this was just, I, my eyes were wide open. I was like, what did you just say? <laughs> he did, he said, what now? Like, um, so okay. it's, it's inappropriate. I'm not putting the audio clip in. It's gross. Um, but I will say they're excited to Jerry won his Cruiserweight title back so they can all wear matching gold ensembles. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so Rico thinks that's a fabulous idea, but he says, you know, something is not right. And he's talking about Tori. Um, he says, this geisha look is not working for you. The outfit is fine. But maybe it's the person who's wearing it. That whole geisha girl look, it's not working for you. I mean, the outfit is fine. Maybe it's just the person wearing it. Um, and then he tells her her forehead is too high. Um, mm. And takes out a headband that he's going to put on her. But Tajiri grabs it and he wears it instead. Um, I... Mm. I remember being a child and watching Billy and Chuck and Rico and being way too excited because I was just like, so these are gay people. And (laughs) now I look back and I'm like, oh, these are not gay people. These are very straight men making fun of gay people. Yeah, it's not the same. Um, And yeah, so it's just really, it's a really weird segment to watch. Um, The only thing I really enjoyed about this is Tori rolling her eyes and giving Tajiri a peck on the cheek. Um, Yeah. I was like, yeah, I I was like the frustration starting to show through. Um, and I, though that's the one thing actually overall I did enjoy about the segment is because what we've been seeing is Tori just like getting this abuse from Tajiri and she's starting to get fed up with it. And you're finally yeah. seeing that kind of coming through because she's just been looking distressed every other week. But I'm like, okay, good. She's starting to like be like, all right, fuck this. Because like really what is tying her to this man? Like I don't know because they never really had like a genuine loving like no like they were like they were like friends like more like it was they said boyfriend and girlfriend but they were never kissed they never like did that kind of stuff like you know like they hugged and he held her hand and like dragged her around like you know he just dragged her around around. like yeah he's like this is my my size barbie that i just like play with like that's what like that was me playing with my my size barbies like just holding the hand and like dragging it around with me Oh, I love my size Barbie, and now I'm oh. thinking about life size with Tyra Banks. Oh my God, I love life's Eve's great, no matter where she goes. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part of that movie is like when she's at the dinner party, and she's like, "Do you know Be a Star?" And they're like, "I'm sure if you sing it, we could follow along." And she just goes, "Eve," dun, 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 and they like start playing the whole song. I'm like, she said one word, like what? <laughs> like, <laughs> I need this to happen to come to Disney Plus now so I can watch Last Size, please. Uh, Immediately. Did you ever see the sequel? It's not good. But there's a sequel. Oh, no, I don't think that movie needed a sequel. It did not need a sequel at all. It's, like, about, like, how to save Eve, it's going, like, digital, and there's, like, CD-ROMs and, like... But it was made, like, four years ago where I'm, like, CD-ROMs are not a thing. So, like... Don't need to see it. No. The only... I watched it hoping Lindsay Lohan would make a cameo. They only show, like, a picture of her. Like, she's like, this is my friend Casey. Like, she holds up a picture. I'm like, okay. Um, Yeah. So, I was like, I was hoping we'd see, like, Lindsay and Mykonos or something. Like, so. Uh, Mykonos. (laughs) So, all right. So, Tori Wilson um, is going to be ringside with Tajiri for this six-man tag match. It's Billy and Chuck teaming with Tajiri against um, Maven and Al Snow, who I forgot was a tag team, and, and um, Billy Kidman. Oh, Isn't that like the most, I, I mean, I guess tough enough, but like so random. I mean, Maven likes head. Oh my god. 
<laughs> Christ. <laughs> the explanation there. I loved Maven though. Not now, like, but 2005 Maven, I was very into. I, oh, like, look wise or like, yeah, like, look wise, like when he got like really beefy. I thought he was cute. He kind of, that's it. It's cute. I wouldn't call him like, whoa, Mm -hmm. like, maybe it's like the voice. I don't know. He was supposed to be at this like convention um, I went to in September, and I don't usually meet the men because why? Um, And he was going to be there. So I was like, I will meet Maven for sure. But he no showed. Mm-hmm. So Aww. I was disappointed. Um, but anyway, so Tajiri is out there um, wrestling or whatever. So Tori's ringside and Rico is still like, he cannot get over this outfit she's wearing. And he's like trying to lift up her skirt. Um, I still don't I wasn't understand there. what he was trying to do. I don't know what he was like. Was he like, what underwear are you wearing? Like what? Like, no, some, like, like it's, it doesn't, it reached the floor or something. So it oh, wasn't yeah, like flattering. Yeah. He wanted to, yeah, it was, it was, it was clearly written by a straight man. Um, like, cause I, I don't think. Or a straight man. Or, yeah. So, um, so Rico tries to lift up Tori's uh, outfit and she slaps him, which I was so happy to see her showing some assertion. Um, so I was like, that was great. But like Tajiri comes out and like, he gets in her face. He's like, what are you doing? Like, this is inappropriate. Um, only I slap, um, you stand over here. So like, um, so then like the match continues. Um, and at one point, somehow, somehow I don't, Billy and Chuck's entire outfits come off. (laughs) I'm not complaining about it, especially on the Billy Gunn level, but. You know, I remember at this time period, like these two months, they must've been a closeted gay man on the writing team. Cause there were a lot of thong spots at this time. I remember Kurt Angle had multiple ones too. Yeah, this one was fun. And then Tori D pants is Rico. There was a bunch yeah. of butts on SmackDown. Yeah, so, so Billy and Chuck run up the ramp. Rico is like trying to chase them and Maven and Al Snow get him. And Tori comes from behind and takes his pants off all the way off. I'm like, this is a, how, how? <laughs> so like, I don't know. like, he had a belt on too. He did. I was like, what's going on? Maybe it was like, uh, like, you know, like when you buy a pair of shorts and it comes with like a cheapy belt that just like can slip off. I guess so, but like she just like, I mean, like it has was wearing sweatpants. Yeah, I don't know what they were. Um, were they the, they might have been those like snakeskin looking ones. I don't know. So, but he like hops off, like runs away too. Um, so yeah, so like I guess like I mean I guess we're supposed to think it's weird that they're wearing thongs. First of all, I feel like most gay men, if they're going to be wearing any kind of skimpy underwear, it'd probably be like a jock. Like, oh, so, yeah. yeah, I'm like I'm like mm. it, it would have been you know like. If they should have had them in harnesses, like there's some like they need to study gay culture a little more. So like because <laughs> they were studying so much gay culture for <laughs> Billy and Chuck. So much. Yeah, I could just like see like Vince logging into like men.com to like, <laughs> like some so I've learned that they like to um take the penis. And put it in places. So I guess if they see a vagina, they go, ew. <laughs> <laughs> Smells gross. So, so um, Tori pants is Rico. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, I didn't hate the segment, um, the match. I mean, um, just because it was, I think it was great to see Tori doing some more stuff. And, you know, like, whatever. Like, uh, pantsing, it's a funny, like, Baggy thing, it's fine. Butts are fun, but I can um, do a Jerry King Lawler. Oh, I see underpants. I see London. I see. <laughs> <laughs> what did wait? What was the? I I because I, I know where I got the clip. There was like it's a full moon in Peoria. It's a full moon in Peoria. <laughs> like like full moon. It's gonna be the title of full my Peoria. <laughs> So, yeah, so they run off. Um, but, yeah, no, so Tori, um, yeah, I think, um, I don't know who wins, but it's fine. So. <laughs> <laughs> we don't care. We don't really care, to be honest. So, all right, so let's cut to Stacey Keebler in the back. She's not as busy this week. Um, I was hoping she'd have to do more errands. We'd see some more of her, because last week she was all over the place, having being forced to hit on Hulk Hogan, like all this terrible stuff. 
So, but of course, for Stacy, it's the shot of the ankles and then up the leg. Yeah. First. Oh my God, I love that! Like, whatever you know, she's gonna be on screen because you see her in her strappy shoes, and then like the pan up, like, and her legs are always perfectly oiled. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, so, so she's giving Vince like a head massage, which if I were her, and it would have, I think it would have been so funny, is if she was doing it and then like moved her hand and then had one of those like you know those things from Five Below that like are the scalp massager. Oh, I like, love those things. Yeah! I think it would have been so funny if she just, like, got tired and, like, grabbed one of those and used it out of the way. Just, oh. like, teabag Vince yeah. with it. Yeah, <laughs> just, like, play with her nails. <laughs> so, so then Randy Orton comes in, which, first of all, I just need to share this. So, like, sometimes to try to find where the women's segments were, I, like, read recaps, and it said, like, a large man enters, <laughs> like, on the recap <laughs> for this segment. <laughs> But also, Baby Orton is adorable. He like, is. Oh well, first of all, he looks like every person I went to high school with. Like, with, like, his, like, hoodie and, like, basketball shorts on. <laughs> Lucky you. <laughs> so, I'm like, Because like, okay. that was a little twunk boy snack that walked on screen. <laughs> so, like, Baby Born, Baby Born, Baby Born. Borton. Baby Borton comes in. Um... So, so baby Borton comes in and Vince is like who the hell do you think you are interrupting my scalp massage and like you know um, he's like oh I know you you're you're Randy Orton he, his dad is cowboy Bob Orton he's got a tryout tonight um, he's like you're, he kind of got like really like into talking about the Orton yeah. family he's like he had a cast on his arm yeah. an injury <laughs> And then his grandpa's a hell of a wrestler. And then here's Randy Orton. I was like, do you want him to rub your head? Now? Yeah, like I was like, I was like, what's going on? Like, I was like, did you also research like the Orton family? Were there holes there that were filled? Like what in your men's studies for Billy and Chuck? Like, what's going on? <laughs> did I see you on that men.com? <laughs> were you in the stepdad movies? So uh, so <laughs> <laughs> So Vince is like all of a sudden he's like, I have to go do something. Take a shot. So he walks off screen. And so Stacy's like with Randy and she's like, You certainly are Randy Orton. I'm like, what is what? You most certainly are Randy Orton. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but the, I felt it. Yeah. I, well, the only thing I could think of is like, remember, like the Austin Powers movie? Be like, what did he say? Like, are you Randy? Ever is that a thing? Like, doesn't Randy mean horny? I don't know. I don't know. So, I don't know. Listeners, tell us. I will Google it after the show. Okay. So he shakes her hand, and she's like, "These are some big hands. Wow, let me see your hand." My, these are some big hands. My, those are some big hands. <laughs> Like, like, Hold on, you have to follow it up. What happened to her voice? You know what they say about big hands. You know what they say about guys with big hands. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, so I didn't get this as a kid because I just yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> like, but legit, I was watching Stacy get at Randy Orton. I was like, this is a woman after my own heart because yeah. that's me. I think that's why we, well, we resonate with so much with her and we're such big fans of her. I'm like, she's just horny like the rest of us. So I get it. So <laughs> she's big hands. <laughs> so, but then follows it up with the best thing that she could have ever said in her entire life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, am I saying it or are you saying it? Because, oh, oh, I'll okay, say it because you... I would have said the same damn thing. Um, so she goes, I think since I'm like a consultant oh, yeah. of Vince McMahon, that I need to inspect your body. So why don't you <laughs> just take that off and has Randy Orton take his um hoodie off to show his twunkish Randy Orton body. And I was just Mmm, like, that's some Campbell soup. Mmm, good. Mmm, <laughs> yummy. <laughs> <laughs> Did she say that? Actually? She said, mm, yummy. Mm, yummy. <laughs> yes, Queen Stacy. I was like, I was like, don't hide it. Go, girl. So, so then she's yeah. like, you know, 
do you know like this wrestling move and she like puts his hand on her hip and then vince comes back in and she's like oh oh my god he just started taking his clothes off and then he put his big beefy hands on (laughs) (laughs) big beefy hands i was like oh my god Big matey claws. <laughs> so Vince is like, get out of here, like with your big beefy hands. And so like he he leaves and like Vince is like, are you okay? And I just like love Stacey's like distressed. <laughs> she looked like she had just been assaulted on the couch. It was great. I mean, to be fair, this is months of harassment just unloading off of her. Like the harass, the, the victim has become the harasser. Like <laughs> I love it, but also I love that the punishment that Vince gave Brandy was a match with Hardcore Holly. I'm just like Hardcore Holly. What? Hardcore Holies. <laughs> so- Hardcore holy. So yeah, he has to wrestle hardcore holy. I think he wins with his big beefy hands. So I just it threw me for a loop though, because as soon as like new debuting Randy Orton walked on screen, I was like, oh my god, who I remember you. Mm-hmm. I mean, guys, if you want to find a reason to like invest in anti-aging. Watch this segment. Like, like it will be eye-opening for you how old you are. I'm not going to go ahead and lie. I love that Randy Orton has aged with my taste. Much yeah. like this lovely barefoot Bella Radici <laughs> <laughs> He really has. Like, and I feel like he's like one of the... And it's a shame because like Brock Lesnar was very my taste, but he did not age for me no he oh i'm like no yeah i'm like i was like i was like a student pan <laughs> mullet jack oh. <laughs> well that's what he gets for locking up sables <laughs> release her for clear skin so, um, <laughs> so um all right okay we're gonna move on to figure this because literally that's it that's all the women segments for this week we got a match and we got um tori feeling up randy orton so that's right i want to go ahead and give both of us props because we just talked about almost nothing for 36 minutes like they didn't give us any material yo we can talk our asses off about some diva shit like that is if Joey and I are good at anything, it's talking about divas. So it will not get us far in life, but you know what? We're happy with it. Hopefully it will. Subscribe to our podcast. Hopefully, yes, <laughs> do, do that. Oh, I got a new, I meant to tell you this. I found a shirt and I got it. And usually vintage shirts are really expensive, but I got it for only like 30 bucks. Um, Cause like it was like a bid now thing and like no one saw it, but it has Stacy, Tori, Trish and Candace on it. But, like, I was like, this should be Lita. But, like, still iconic shirt. That is an iconic shirt. Yeah, and then, like, it has, like, their segs on the back. I'm only going to remember Candice Michelle um, up until 2012. That's it. Same. Yeah, no, same. And it makes me still, I'm so mad at her. But, like, like, it's like, sometimes, like, I watch, like, her old segments. And I'm like, I'm like, damn it. I was like, you were... Oh, I really liked you, and like, cause like, I I, swear, I even liked her. Like, in I was rooting for you. Yeah, we were all rooting. How dare you? But like, in like 2005, like even when she was like still finding her footing and not great, like there were in 2006, there was a segment, and it's been going around Twitter, and I love it, and I'm so glad I'm reminded of it. It's her with Tori and Victoria, and they're all in like matching black outfits. I don't even know what the hell they're talking about, but she goes. It's gonna be orgasmic. Ah! Like into the microphone in front of the crowd. <laughs> I need to find this. If that's I'll, I'll, I screen recorded it. I'll send you. I'll try to work it into the episode. It's gonna be orgasmic. Yes! It's gonna be orgasmic. Ah! Ah! <laughs> um, so. <laughs> I don't think even she can do justice as well as you just did justice for her. <laughs> 
so I, I just I loved like her like because like it was always like innuendo-y and sexual with her like even like when she was feeding with Beth Phoenix I remember they had a stare down she's like no one including you can ever make me get down on my knees I was like what the fuck <laughs> so, <laughs> GoDaddy.com <can. laughs> so alright let's um, speaking of figures getting on their knees we're going to talk about the TNA line because they have bendable knees so, so oh my god <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> that's so, that's that's it. So first of all, I was so ha- TNA. If you aren't aware, they had another company making their figures. I don't think they made any women. Tracy Brooks was supposed to get one, but they canceled it. Um, there was I, a Trace. I saw the Tracy Brooks program. with the red, right? Yeah, I don't yeah, remember what the I company was. That. I loved it too. I don't remember what company it was that had the license before. Maybe Hasbro? I don't know. But Jax ended up getting it, who had the WWE license. Um, And they... I'm so glad they did because they made the figures in the deluxe aggression style that they were doing, mm-hmm. but they did. We didn't get any women from WWE, so I was like, "Ooh!" But I'm happy we're getting deluxe aggression women from TNA. So, because all, all the TNA women were deluxe aggression. I like the TNA women. I Same. also really want to find that Tracy Books figure. Like, I know it's going to cost me a pretty penny, but I kind of really want it. I'm sure, like, eventually, put out eBay watch alert because I'm sure eventually one day it will come up because some, someone has it. There have to be, like, a few prototypes. There has to be. I just don't want to, like, I'm trying to justify paying $100 for a figure because speaking of um, impact figures, I really want a Gal Kim. Oh, oh, hers are pricey. Yeah. Yeah, like, I remember we were at um, NWA Power, and Chris Riddle's just, like, texting Gail, just like, hey, I'm trying to find your action figure. Can you help? <laughs> Where is it? I had a Gail at one point, and I really regret selling it. Um, like, I know. Well, I wasn't doing anything with it, so I'm like, let me sell this. I mean, I made 70 bucks off it loose, so, but, yeah. like, so, like, it was worth it. But, like, I regret it now. But, like, they, they I have to say, though, TNA made a decent amount of their women. Um, there, Of course, there's a lot we didn't get, but I think they made an okay... There's a, a good amount. Like So, like, I think Velvet was the first one. What? Was and, she like, the first one? I thought Gail was. No, Gail was later. Um, his, so, his, I... Like, I'll tell you, I'll go through the rundown, because I literally, like... 20 minutes before this show I was like I need a refresher on all my TNA <laughs> figures so I was just like scrolling through Google and eBay to see what I saw uh-huh. and I saw Gail I saw mm-hmm. um Angelina Love mm-hmm. I saw like three Velvet Skies like, she, she had a couple few. yeah she got a lot I think Angelina also got one or two um, Angelina has a the second one too I think one of the skirts there was a Madison Rain yes blonde um Brooke Tessmacher yep um, Daphne. Yes. And um, then the unreleased ones were Dixie and... Uh, Dixie Tracy was Lewis. released. So Dixie was an exclusive because um, I had her. Um, so I have her somewhere, actually. Chris sent me her. I have her somewhere. Um, but yeah, my brother has her on display in his room, which I think is weird. But like... <laughs> it's like harder. I was like, who's Sam Dixie? Like, so... Um, the Terror wasn't released and I was so mad because it was in her biker look. Um, and yeah, so, and Mickey James never got one too, which I'm pissed about. Um, so a lot of, when I was looking on eBay at like TNA knockout figures was what I Googled. Yeah. And so many of the Mattel Mickey James and the blue popped up. I was yeah. like, this is not TNA. No, not TNA, babe. Um, yeah, they're probably trying to capitalize now because like people who don't know about figures, like little kids are like, I want a Mickey James. And like the parents were like, oh, okay. So, um, but yeah, they, I mean, there were people who I was like, I didn't think Brooke would get a figure. So I was surprised to see her. I'm trying to figure out the timeline. I feel like the Velvet, I think was the first one. And it was like in the pink was the first one that I remember. <laughs> and then I think it was Angelina, then Madison Rain. Um, and then I think it was Gail. Because Gail's was based off her 2010 or 2009, whenever she came back um, to okay. the company. 2011, I think, actually. So it was hers was her second run, not from her first run. Um, 
And then the Brooke was like based off 2012 Brooke when she was in the title feuds. Um, I wanted and, that so bad. I know she's like know. problematic now, but yeah. I want Brooke Nussmonger. And it, she's another one too who I really like. And I've actually met her in person and she's been great. Like, but I'm like, I see all this problematic stuff about her too, and it makes me so upset. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm pissed there was no Kong um, either. And she's, she's been in all the companies, and I no know. one's made a Kong figure. Not even a fucking glow figure of her. Like, like legit, I was really, really hoping that she would stick it out with AEW long enough to yeah, get a figure. Same. Well, hopefully one day someone... I feel like there's, like, all these, like, rando companies that make, like, legends who aren't specifically signed to anyone in particular now mm-hmm. that, like, maybe we'll get her. Or at least we'll probably get, like, one of those... I don't even know what the fuck they're called. They're those, like, color form looking figures. What are those called? Micro brawlers. <laughs> Micro brawlers. <laughs> those. She'll probably Ignore, get one I of those. I will be ordering that Luna Bashan micro brawler. Yes! I have been like so WWE has like some micro brawlers too, like, but they're only in the like you have to get like a box set for particular legends. So I've been checking every day to see if they make a China box set because I want Ooh. a micro brawler China so bad. Um I know Tara has Victoria Tara has one too. Um but and Gail Kim just got one too, I think actually. Um, Hers looks weird because her arms outstretched. I'm like, your yeah. arms longer than your body. I honestly, I know she's more known for her TNA stuff. I would have loved like a leg bent stance from her like Matrix entrance on the ramp. You know what I mean? Would have loved that. Yeah. Well, she still did that in TNA. Like when she got to the apron, that would have been so much more appropriate. Yeah. I also can, speaking of Gail, so upset we didn't get a Mattel Gail Kim. Furious. She, especially at the time, because I felt like when she was in WWE, um, that was like when Mattel just got the license. And I, they were really taking specific attention to the detail of the women's figures. So they all had like a body that was custom, really. Um, like, it, and like, you know, like Mickey had the shorter body. Like they were really into the heights at that time. So I was mm-hmm. like, ooh, the Gale would have been like accurate and like really detailed and cool. But... Look at Gail Kim, but like I'm sitting here holding a Chelsea Green right now. Out of all people, like so random, so random. Like I got it just because it is so random. Like I'm not even. Don't tell anyone. I'm not that big of a Chelsea. (laughs) Um, so back back to the TNA figures. The Daphne, I think, is another really awesome one. I actually, it was the week I went. She passed. Um, I was at that convention. And it sucks because all the people who had figures of her were trying to sell her for like $500, which I was like, fuck you. Like, that's so tacky. Um, I got mine after she passed because I just really wanted one. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I should have gotten one earlier, but it was kind of like just the sentiment of like, this person really did mean a lot to me. So I really went and ordered her. And they're selling it for like five hundred dollars. I got her for like twenty five off of eBay. That's awesome. So, See, yeah, that definitely go there. If you don't avoid wrestling convention, especially like if they have her in the box, they're gonna charge like because who needs a Stephen Richards? Like they're gonna charge you like a ridiculous price. Like avoid mm-hmm. that. Do you have a favorite TNA figure, Joey? Um, I love my Daphne for obvious mm-hmm. reasons. She's yeah. the only one that I actually own. But yeah. if I had to pick a favorite, I would probably go with Brooke, just because Brooke Tessmarker. I mm-hmm. really love Brooke in TNA. I love, you know, especially her second theme, not as much, but I loved the, like, when you tease, I touch theme. When I tease, you touch. I'm getting <laughs> off on the rush. <laughs> TNA themes are bops. Sorry, you might disagree, but they're fucking good themes. Um, oh, beautiful people them. theme is in my top ten of oh, all time. Oh my god, all, every TNA woman's theme I love. China's TNA theme, one of my favorites, which also is Taryn Terrell's theme. Um, the background music, just like different le- vocalists. Um, oh, I'm pissed when oh. you get a Taryn. Yeah, if you listen to them, because Hell on Heels it has like a male vocalist, and then I think there's a male vocalist version of Taryn's first theme, the Hot Mess one. Um, mm-hmm. the, She's a hot mess. <laughs> so, well, that went to uh, Taryn. Oh, that Taryn. Sorry, I was still stuck on Brooke. <laughs> yeah, no, no. 
but Brooks, uh, I, the beat might have got, gone to Brooke though too, with like "Girls Got a Booty," "Girls Got a Booty." Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Hot Mess is also just an iconic song. Like, fucking great song. I know everyone was like, "Ew, I can't believe that's her name." I was like, "I fucking love the name Hot Mess." Sorry, like I thought it was. I awesome. mean, that song was, let's be honest, written for freaking um, Laurel Van Ness, Chelsea Green, but <laughs> the way she moves, the way she walks, <laughs> um, so good. Um, Winter's theme, another one of my favorites. Winter loves the fate of me. <laughs> okay, I made a discovery with that theme recently. What? Do you know what it lines up with? Are you wait? Are you a great admirer of it? I am a great admirer <laughs> of it. But do you know what theme song it lines up with? What? No, I'm just curious. Amber sparks the fire. Shut the fuck up! Amber oh, you're right. Holy shit, flame. guys! Who's editing? Uh, good at editing audio? Not us. That's why we have a podcast. So please edit it together <laughs> for us. So, 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 please, someone do that. <laughs> oh my god, I need it now. Holy shit, you're exactly right. Oh yep. my god. Oh. You, even I loved even Angelina's single theme that was like a knockoff of Paper Cut by Linkin Park. Um, oh yeah, that was good. Um, Gail you know wasn't theme. good though. What? Speaking of Angelina, her second figure that was clearly in Velvet Sky with the gear. yeah terrible. They well like any figure company, they started to get lazy towards the end. That's why I think we were just getting Velvet re-releases too. And like, I was sets. just kind of like. I, I, I've known um, Velvet for a few years, not uh-huh. well, but I'm mm-hmm. like we know each other, right. and I'm just kind of I look back and see how many figures she got, and I was just like, was she really that iconic for TNA? It's I don't know. I mean, for me, I whenever I think of the beautiful people, I always think of Angelina as more of the star, um, because she was the more was. accomplished. Velvet's a, Velvet's a, I think, for as far as TNA women go, probably a big name. But I think, for me, I always thought of Angelina as probably the Michelle McCool to her Layla. I can agree with that. I just also yeah. kind of, not that Velvet doesn't deserve praise because she was no. great in TNA. Yeah. But, like, did, like, why does she have more figures than Gail Kim? Did Angelina leave for a little bit? Yeah, for that's why Madison was brought in. Okay, so then then maybe that's why. Well, Gail also like left her a little bit too. So I think she was in like a weird lapse of like I don't. But they should have at least done another Gail like in black or something, you know, or like one of her like bodysuit sort of things that she was wearing, like the one pieces. Or Impact Wrestling could have done the correct thing because we didn't get it from WWE and give us a legit Jackly Jacqueline Moore figure. <gasps> yes. Oh my! I did they have that? That pisses me off too that they didn't do that. Um, also, we could have gotten—I'm blanking on her name—but the girl from Survivor who had the match with Charmel. So. Not even—it's Jenna Moraska and. Thank you. <laughs> I want. Oh, and the one who had AJ Styles' baby. Like, what was her name? Oh my god! I can't remember. I blocked out so much TNA stuff. Um, I've blocked out a lot of TNA stuff, but you know, of the women that didn't get figures, the three that make me just mad they didn't get them, number one by far, Awesome Kong. Number yeah. two, ODB. And number oh, three, yeah. yeah, Roxy LeBeau. Yeah, fuck. Well, ODB is a glaring one, because she had like, a, what, like 10 years there or something? Yeah. Yeah, like... She is she is a TNA staple. Like she should have absolutely gotten one. That doesn't make sense to me. Um, Taylor Wilde, even I don't get why she didn't get one. Who's um, apparently already off the Impact roster again? Wait, again? Are you kidding? Apparently. Me? Oh, I really like her. That sucks. I know. Um, Hopefully, she's would- going somewhere. I would love for Impact to get, like, another figure license, though, because especially with their roster right now, there's so many great people that they can make. Like, I would love a Havoc. Like, I'd love... I was just thinking Havoc. As soon as you were, like, now, I was like, Havoc, Yeah, Yeah. Perrazzo's at the top of the list. Oh, fuck yeah. 
I want Mickey um, in like her gear from um, Bound for Glory. Um, I want her in that coat, that white yeah. coat, the accessories. I want inspiration. I want like I want it all, but like in that in like the deluxe aggression body safe because I love. You know, it. you didn't say in that thing in that little sentence there that I really want to figure up. Yeah. Give me a Miss Jordan Grace. Oh yeah, fuck yeah! Oh my god, she would be another great one. Oh, and even Awesome Kong now that she's a Hall of Famer. There you go. There we go. Look That's our show. Just because of less you go. But the TNA figures, honestly, like they were really good for what they were. I wish we would have gotten more people, but I enjoyed them. I think the Gale might be my favorite just because it's Gale's only figure and it looks like her. Um, so it really I does. They it had really, really accurate head scans. The scams were Jack's honestly, for as much as they fucked up, they knew what they were doing in some aspects. Um, they had really good head scans. Jack's though had awful bodies. That's the only thing. Yeah, yeah. Which, which I don't know. It's and it's a shame too because on and people will disagree. I wish they would have just like as far as the women go, kept what they did with BCAs, bone crunching action ones, because the women had like their own custom bodies. They didn't have the bone crunching action, but like they had a body that looked like their body. Like yeah. the China, Marlena, Luna, like Sable's the only one in Jacqueline. But like still yeah. everyone listening need a Marlena figure. Please message me if you can find a good one. We he needs it because as we get into t- Terry getting stripped and disrobed, he's going to need to reenact. So <laughs> I will. I, honestly, I just want a Marlena figure. She's kind of like evaded my collection for so long. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, so TNA figures, um, you can probably find some on eBay still. Um or like you can one of those... um I just was on eBay. Uh-huh. Um you're gonna find plenty of velvet. There's plenty of velvet sky. She's running about twenty to forty bucks um for Is that like, much? Pink... over the it's... pink one. Yeah, the pink one, okay. The pink one. Um Gail's really expensive. Yeah. There's a Good bit of Angelina and Madison. Um, Brooke was expensive. Um, Daphne was cheap, but now she's expensive. Mm. Yeah, Dixie's probably affordable. So. <laughs> so I'm going to look. I imagine she's expensive. She has real clothes too. Like what the fuck? Like so. She wanted her action figure because she's Dixie Carter. Hey, you know what? Honestly. Uh, for the heel work she was doing at that time, I guess she deserved it. So good sure. for her. Sure. We'll go sure. with that. Um, uh, Joey. So um, I wouldn't mind a Karen Jarrett figure throwing that out there. <gasps> I loved Karen Jarrett so much. She is one of my favorite TNA personalities of all time. Cause she's just like the perfect bitch. She was amazing it, she kind of reminded me of miss jackie is that weird so like um i felt like they had a similar look like face wise um she didn't remind me of miss jackie she reminded me of stephanie mcmahon well if you mixed miss jackie and stephanie i feel like that's what their baby would be but i enjoyed her well first of all obviously i love her because her biggest feud i feel like in tna was with a one miss china so mm-hmm. um which was what my favorite tna moment um so <laughs> clearly i also so, still love that you have that gear i it is honestly my most prized possession and um, for those of you who don't know i have china's outfit from that match um and i will always cherish it the woman who made it so she follows me on instagram and she's like if you want the belt for it i went to joanne fabrics and just got some crap and like taped it together <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, I'll be okay, but thank you. <laughs> I love that. That's it's, it's, it's so it's so, and she's so talented too. Um, she, I think she does. Who's gear? Zelina's gear now. If you want to shoot me her info, I will. I'm oh yeah, that's right. You gear. like actually like at gear. I'll I'll message you. Um, <laughs> I'm like a um, wrestler. I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but I'll message you. But she did. She used to do all of China's gear, like in her WWE run and stuff like that, which Ooh. is so cool. And she's like, "If I had any of it, I'd send you it." I'm like, "Oh, that means so much." But please look. So, <laughs> so, but um, anyway, um, but yeah, Joey, where can people find you? 
You can find me everywhere. I am all things. <laughs> um, but you can find me at Joey underscore Mayberry on Instagram and Twitter. Joey dot Mayberry on TikTok. I'm getting real close to that million views. So please yes. follow me on there. And then check out Ring the Bell on YouTube. I'm there all the time. All the time. Um, and you guys My can... God. You guys um, can follow me on uh, Instagram at Jake, not Jacob Smith, um, and on the Twitter at Jake isn't Jacob. Um, You can also, I think it comes out, I was told it comes out today, the day this episode comes out, um, but the newest episode of Golden Memories comes out, um, and Joey and I were just talking about a really fun idea for potential future Golden Memories, so stay tuned there, because I think it's doable. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Um, and then also, um, follow the podcast, Golden Era underscore pod, Golden underscore era pod, Golden Era Golden Era just, underscore pod. I don't know. I retweet it all the time. So just look for that. Um, oh, Golden Era underscore pod. So, so there we go. I just said it and you didn't believe oh, me. I, I, I'm not positive. Like the underscore is like in the weirdest place. I feel like it's not. It's actually in a normal spot. But like, I'm just like, <laughs> I can guess myself. So, but also, if you're going to follow the damn podcast, like, share, and subscribe to it. Also, leave us a review. Five stars is the best. Um, it helps us move up in those power rankings. Um, and yet, Joey, anything else? Um, if you need our Venmo links, just message us. I'll take your money. And um, mm. Jesus, now. <laughs> All right. Go wash your big, beefy hands, everyone. Have a golden week. Mm, yummy.